0: Welcome to Coffee with James on this Wednesday morning, the 25th of August, a time to stop and a time to take time out from your day to reflect and be enriched from the book on Philippians. I've got my uh, coffee in hand, um, my flat white. It's been a beautiful morning. The sun is out. Yesterday, it was a bit blowy. Yesterday, it was really wet. Last night, um, you know, the wind um, was going great guns here in in Sydney. Um, But this morning, it's it's a beautiful day and it's a beautiful time for us to stop as well and to to continue looking at the book of Philippians today. And today we're going to come to a a beautiful passage, a passage that we're going to just look at half of it, a beautiful hymn. Um, It's a hymn that leads us to worship and to remind us who Jesus is. Okay, so yesterday... Yesterday we asked a question. Well, I made the statement. It's it's hard to walk in second place. And yesterday, Paul he 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 reminded us that we're united together. If we're encouraged by the gospel, if in this moment you've you've been reminded of God's love, if you're reminded of the assurance of salvation in Jesus Christ, because you're united to Jesus, therefore. Be humble. Don't have selfish ambitions. Don't chase after these things, but put the other person first. And so again, I'm going to make that statement. It's it, it's hard to walk in second place. You know, the Paralympics has just started, but it's hard to to let others win. It's hard to put others first. You know, even it's it's in, in the garden, Adam and Eve. They decided oh, we want to put ourselves first. Is it hard to walk in second place? It is, isn't it? But not for Christians who have been redeemed by grace. So he pulls in chains and yet he has this deep-seated joy and rejoicing. He has this overflowingness. He's in chains. Like That's not a position worthy in his culture. And yet whilst he's in chains, he can rejoice, he can worship. And at that same time, what he does in these words that I'm about to read, he gets us to worship Christ, to get a greater picture of who he is so that it leads out, it flows out from our life and towards the relationships, especially with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And he, Paul says to us, he says, have the same mindset as Christ. So look at the gospel. Have a look at these words. I'm going to read It's from Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Paul has just said, you know, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather than humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests of others. But then he says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. And it goes on to paint a picture and this beautiful picture that we're just going to have a look at three verses did not consider it a quality with God, something to be used to his own advantage, but rather he emptied himself. The God of the universe, who created, you know, what, it's like over 50 billion galaxies, the God who knows every name by star, the God who, who created this beautiful cosmos and the world that we live in, the God of the universe lowered himself and became incarnate, became a mere man. But Jesus, he wasn't forced or coerced, but it was voluntary. He chose the path of obedience. He chose the path of self-denial, and he emptied himself. Rather than, rather than exalting and using his position to gain, gain, and gain, he, actually, he emptied himself to give, give, and give. See, Jesus doesn't take advantage of his position, but he took on the nature of a servant. Jesus doesn't exploit his position as God, but he gave of himself. And he he became a servant. And in verse 8, being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death. On a cross, see Paul. He's actually spelling out the gospel for us. And yet Jesus, the Creator of the universe, was willing to become one of us to step into our mess. And yet He was perfect. And yet He was willing to go to the grave. Now, I, I imagine most of us aren't willing, in a sense, to die. We fight it. We We'll do whatever we can to stay alive. But Jesus was willing to give up his life. So the cross can be a a symbol for us—that's just on a necklace. It can be a, a symbol of, oh, yeah, it's just a piece of wood on a wall that just reminds us that Christ went to the cross. But, but in in Paul's day, the cross was more than a symbol. It was a powerful image in the ancient world. It was a symbol of death, shame, humiliation, emptying yourself. It was the humiliation of the cross. No one survives the cross. It's a total claim on life. It is self denial. And Jesus, He died. He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to death. Jesus is painting, sorry, Paul is, he's wanting us to just get a glimpse of the good news of Jesus, what God did to come and restore us to Himself that he came, he lowered himself, he, he, God, God gave up, Jesus gave up his heavenly palace, he gave up his throne room for a stinky manger in a stable. He didn't use his position to advantage himself, but he, he gave up his position to advantage us. What do we see here what's paul showing us he's showing us have the same mindset of christ who emptied himself of all position who held nothing back who humbled himself and took on the the nature of a servant who gave and gave and gave what a glorious picture that is that jesus would do that for us so that we could be with him forever so it's, it's it can be hard to walk in second place. But as we understand the gospel, as we understand more who Jesus is, as we understand that Jesus held nothing back for us, that changes our mindset and our relationships and how we view other people, that we hold nothing back. You know, every day, and it's surprising how much I've been finding the book of Philippians talks about this. And I wasn't planning on this coming up all the time, but, you know, right now and across the century, but even especially right now, we are people in Australia who are all about me. And yet Jesus held nothing back. And so may we as a church at Toongabi Baptist Church, may we have the mindset of Christ who holds nothing back. In our relationships with one another, may we empty ourselves. We don't have a position. May we humble ourselves. May we take on the form of a servant. Because the way of the cross is the way of the Christian. And tomorrow we're going to see where that leads to for Christ. And in a way it reminds us the journey that we take as well. Jesus held nothing back. So may we have that mindset. May the gospel shape our life. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the reminder of of who Jesus is and what you have done for us. Father, humble us, change us. May your spirit work in us to see this picture of Jesus who gave up everything, who emptied himself, who humbled himself, who took on the form of a servant and who died on a cross. Lord, may we in our actions, in our life, have a stance of being like Christ. Thank you for Jesus. And may that overflow in our relationships. And may we have a deep-seated sense of joy and rejoicing to know what your Son has done. The King of the universe, the Lord of Lords, who came to earth and to set us free. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow.